Hey friends, it's Amber, aka The Adult and Queen, your host of Sip and Sunday, the podcast. I'm an educator and lifestyle content creator helping millennials and Gen Z navigate adulting because hashtag adulting is ghetto. Sunday is a day of rest and self-care, but what you do on Sunday sets the tone for the rest of your week. Grab your favorite drink and sip with me as we talk about various topics related to adulting. Welcome back to Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. I'm your host, Amber, aka The Adult and Queen. Today, I am sipping water because we need to stay hydrated, especially in this heat. The summer has been on a thousand degrees, either raining or we have poor air quality. Like there has been no in between. The summer has been crazy. I hope that you've had a great week and you did something nice for yourself, especially following up from last week's episode about self-care. Today, I had a little Sunday fun day with my friend Jasmine, aka Doe Girl. And during the week, I actually did all the things that I said I would last week for self-care. So I worked out, I went to Cooper's Hawk, my favorite place in the whole wide world, and I went to a happy hour. Overall, July was a good month for me, and I am taking that win because last year this time was chaotic, like chaotic. We are going into August with way better energy. This week, I'm going to discuss reclaiming your time and how to find some type of balance in adulting. Before we jump into that, I welcome any new listeners, and shout out to you if you're an OG listener because we have been rocking since 2019 with the Adulting Queen, so... If you first came on with Sippin' Sunday Zoom, shout out to you. If you've been here with me since episode one, shout out to you. If you're new, go back and listen because over this season, we have talked about so many different things. We discussed how to level up in adulting, building self-confidence, brunch, navigating your 20s versus your 30s, finding your purpose, the importance of community navigating life as an international student, life after college and lessons learned, overcoming obstacles, money management, self-care, adulting while black. The conversations have brought up so many different things. And like I said, Sippin' Sunday has started off as an event on Zoom in 2020 and then became this podcast. So to have grown so much over the past three years, and I still have the platform to have conversations with people I know and people that I don't that just found me on social media and reached out has been rewarding for me personally. And I know that I say thank you a lot to you all for listening, but there really wouldn't be a podcast without you. So I am very grateful for the feedback that I get every week on social media or whether you know me personally and you're texting me, emails, DMs, whatever it is. I'm super grateful because I did not know how this was going to go and it is going and it is going well. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in. The past Sip and Sundays are on my YouTube, which is The Adult and Queen, and some are on my Patreon, so definitely check those out, especially when this season comes to an end soon and you are missing me during that hiatus. The main thing that I hope you remember and have learned from all the episodes so far is that no one knows what we're doing. Like The Adult and Queen was created just to open these conversations. I'm in no way saying that I know everything and I have everything together because I do not. But I am opening up the conversations for us to become more aware that nobody teaches you how to navigate adulting and for us to share resources and conversations so that we can have a better adulting experience. 
all of adulting isn't bad, but I think that we just default to thinking about and talking about the bad things versus the good things. But there are adulting wins. Like adulting, adulting can be okay, but most of the time it's ghetto. Like 85% of the time, adulting is very ghetto. We are each on our own journeys. And even though they can be similar to someone else's, we're still all unique. And the themes that keep popping up when I've talked to people on the podcast, but even just when I do my vending events or I'm meeting people in person, the value of community always keeps coming up and how we need people and how people have helped each other or how people have impacted you, whether that's negatively or positively. And that has been reflected in your journey of life. Another thing is the fact that we're all just winging it and things just feel way more difficult now than they ever have before. I think we have more access to see things as they're happening versus how the world was operating for past generations. And the world is definitely way more expensive now, which adds a lot of stressors on us. Like Joseph Robinette Biden needs to figure these student loans out. I say it all the time and people always laugh at me when I say Robinette and they're like, who is that? I'm like, that is the president, Joseph Robinette Biden. He needs to get it together. Another thing that I found interesting through conversations on Sip and Sunday is that people felt that they have become an adult when they've done something that has a significant life change or it's a celebratory event, mostly moving away or living on their own, graduating or getting a full-time job. And I think that there's so many things that can signify you're an adult and you just continue to level up in adulting or learn new things because it's impossible to know everything. As we age, new challenges in adulting also come about. In my 30s, I think being more mindful of my health is important versus in my 20s, like that was not something that was in the forefront of my mind or I was always thinking about. As a teenager, my money went to whatever I wanted. In my 20s, I actually had things to pay for. Now I'm in my homeowner adulting era, which is a journey within itself. And I feel like every day I'm fighting for my life in this house. There is always something that needs to be done. Balancing everything is crazy, which leads us into the conversation this week of reclaiming our time. Like I said, this past month has actually been really good for me. I was fun employed for four months, focusing on the adults and queen, applying for jobs, getting over a horrible workplace, traveling, resting, and just living. And so I'm a little over a month into my new job. And when I was about to start, I knew I had to get a better handle on my time and like reorganize my life. When I imagine what my life looks like, I definitely don't imagine working for someone else or working at all for that matter. But after my few months of fun employment, I did want the steady income back. In a weird way, I feel like I'm able to keep track of my time more now that I'm back to work. And as I talk out loud, I actually think it's just because I don't have to stress about figuring out what I need to do with that adult and queen to make up for the income I wasn't getting from a full-time job. Again, money leads to stress and the world is just too expensive. But readjusting to working is definitely what helped me a lot to get back on board with my organization and looking at my time to assess it more and make sure I'm doing things that make sense and that are not burning me out. Time flies by. I can't believe we're in July, basically August. And we just keep saying this over and over again. Like, I can't believe we're insert here. I can't believe we're insert there. 
even just thinking about what did I do today and where did the day go? I'm like, I didn't do all the things I wanted to, but I did get a lot done. But again, where did the day go? So let's go through the process of what helps me reclaim my time. This doesn't always go as planned, but when I am in the groove, things are flowing pretty well. Life is literally ebbs and flows, so don't beat yourself up too much. First, you need to get organized. Your space, your mind, your to-do list, keeping track of things. When my house is a mess, everything else feels like a mess too. I cleaned my room yesterday and I go to sleep more peacefully. I wake up peacefully. Making my bed was something that was really hard for me to start doing because I never did it. It just didn't make sense to me when I was going to get back in the bed at night. Why did the bed need to be made? And my dad would always get on me about this as a kid, and I still just did not do it. But when I make my bed in the morning now, it's resetting my room and signifies the start of the day. It's um, so weird to like explain it, especially when I was anti-making the bed, but just try it. It makes sense. If you make your bed, you get it. If you don't make your bed and you have a hard time or you just don't think it makes sense like I used to, try it because I'm telling you, it helps your morning a lot. So organize your mind, meditate, sit in silence, get outside in nature, be present, journal, brain dump your thoughts. Some people like to write everything down before going to bed and when they wake up just to clear your mind of all the things that are racing. And it doesn't even have to make sense what you're thinking or what you put out. Like this is just for you. I haven't been able to do that method, even though like it sounds good in theory, but it just it just doesn't work for me. Um, I do have a gratitude journal next to my bed and I write in it when I feel moved to, but you do you, try some things out and see what works for you. People who don't operate on to-do lists, like I don't get it. Mine are organized chaos on random papers in multiple journals and on my phone, but things get done. So when you write something down, that's another weird thing that like it actually happens. Like when you're visually able to see something, it manifests, but you also have to put the work in. Like you can't just write down, I want a million dollars and think you're going to get a million dollars. You need to do work to work to that. But when you write down your to-do list, like you definitely feel accomplished one in just writing that. And then two, when you see what you wrote down happening and getting accomplished, you can even write simple things as like drink water, take a walk, like take a shower. Those are things that are accomplishments because again, things take time. Adulting is hard. I think if you have a hard time with to-do list and getting organized, Start with such small, simple things that you already do. So it'll make it feel like, I mean, you are doing something, but it will make you feel like you have accomplished something, like I mentioned. If you um, don't have a calendar that you keep up with, you need to keep a calendar, whether that's on paper, digital, both, a whiteboard, post-its, whatever system you need to figure out for yourself, do that and stick to what works for you. Block off lunch times for work, block off times in between meetings, travel time, plan your appointments in advance, whatever it is, schedule the time on your calendar so you can visually see it. If it doesn't take as long as you thought or you end up doing it before the scheduled time, that's even better because you get some time back. Especially for work, like when we're in meetings all the time and you're not blocking off the time to actually do actual work or follow up with things that you need that's when we end up working over and we're stressed and we're trying to figure out how to finish things before deadlines because we're running up against it so block out the time on your calendar especially for work but even your personal stuff too 
something I had a hard time grappling with is that um, things just take so much longer than anticipated these days, and I do not know why. Make a routine. If you're not good at routines, which I'm going to admit I am not, like there's certain things I can do over and over again, but I'm not a, okay, every Monday I'm going to do this. Every Tuesday I'm going to do that. Every two weeks I'll do this. No, I just work in chaos. If there's something that does not involve somebody else and it's just all regarding myself, it'll be chaotic and I will just get it done somehow, but it won't be any rhyme or reason. I'm working on it. Okay. We're all a work in progress. So if you're not good at routines, like myself, don't try a million new things at once. Start with one, get good at that, and then add another. See what works and adjust as needed. If you haven't caught on yet, the theme is you need to try things, see what works for you, and do that. Everything does not work for everybody. I love the people that post these elaborate morning and night routines, but for me right now, I just can't do that. I I just can't get with it. It doesn't work for me. The best I can do is make my bed every morning and work out. I'm also a very like doing what I feel like person. So it's like if I wake up and don't feel like doing something, I'm not. But I also had to get out of that mindset, especially for things like working out when for me, working out in the morning is the best time for me to do it, even though I have to drag myself out of that bed sometimes because I'm not a morning person. I don't like having to be rushed. I don't like having to, again, get up and do a whole bunch of things, but that is just the system that works. So I do my best to be disciplined and do it. And I don't actually have anything that I do every night. Um, I think that I just try to do the most pressing things in the morning. So there's room for if anything pops up or throws me off schedule by the end of the day. And then I don't have to worry about um, rushing to do things, even though again, work in progress doesn't always go like this. Prioritize. Be okay that everything cannot get done and you cannot be everywhere. You need time to recharge and rest. When you make your to-do list, see what's time sensitive, what doesn't really have to get done. Because for myself, especially with the adult and queen, I have all these things I want to do, but run out of time or the capacity to be able to do them. And I'm just like making up stuff for myself to do, stressing my own self out. So I really have to take a step back sometimes. Like I'll write out everything. I'll do my brain dump. I'll do my journaling. And then I start plugging it into my calendar. I start seeing like, is this something I actually really need to do? Or is it just that I wanted to do it? And I also do that for work sometimes, like within reason. Again, work is work, but sometimes there are things that we just have ideas about we want to do that is not something somebody might be asking of us. And when I prioritize what needs to get done, I um, decide if it's a priority by asking myself, like, why does it need to get done? Or is somebody waiting for this? Like, has somebody else asked me to do this? Like, you really need to have these questions with yourself to figure out what is a priority. And I also try to set non-negotiables for myself of things that I will always do because that helps me get into the routine and then your mind just automatically does it. You want to work in your flow. Sundays and Mondays are the days that I am most productive. Like Sunday scaries, thankfully, praise the Lord, in my current job is really not a thing for me. Um, I just like Sundays because I feel like that I can get my week started. It's a fresh start. Church plus brunch equals Sunday fun day for me. You all know that. Sipping Sunday, that's what it all stems from. Self-care Sunday, all of that. So I really like Sundays to get myself together. And then Mondays, same thing. Most productive on those days, I'll be able to get out all my to-do list, plan what I need to do for the week, and then like execute. 
because by the end of the week, you'll be getting nothing from me. As the week goes on, the energy depletes. And when I don't set things up accordingly for the week on Sunday and Monday, the week is just poo. Like, it is horrible. It's almost like when you come back from a trip and you don't go grocery shopping and you know you needed food and then you're just eating out the whole week or eating junk and like you don't feel well about it. Yes, that's what happens for me if I don't get myself together on Sundays and Mondays. So notice for yourself when you work best and tell people around you. Obviously, if there's something going on for work at the end of the week, I'm doing it. But when there's flexibility in meeting times or due dates, ask for that so you are not stressed. Say no. We cannot do every and anything we want to do. It's just not possible, especially when work takes up a third of our day. That doesn't even include your commute if you have one, getting ready, if you have to work earlier or late. So many variables that can make work more than the typical 40 hours. We only have two days, Saturday and Sunday, that are dedicated for the weekend. But really, Saturday is recovering and maybe just socializing. Sunday is errands and preparing for work. Then surprise, it's Monday all over again. We really need three-day weekends. But saying no is not a bad thing. And as we get older, I think we get a little bit more understanding of individuals' times because, at least for me, my friends have kids, spouses, pets, parents to take care of, etc. It's a lot. And there is, again, just no possible way we have enough time to do everything or be everywhere. So, like, you don't have to say no. You don't need to give explanations to people about why you're saying no. If people ask, tell them on their business. Like, you really don't have to explain yourself. This week, you better reclaim your time, like Auntie Maxine said. You are the boss and the CEO of your own life, so please start acting like it. And these tips, I think, um, are such simple things, as most stuff is when it comes to how we um, get our routines, how we get out of our own heads, but it is hard. And why is it hard? I have not really figured that part out yet, but... When you do these things and you start small and you really try to reaffirm yourself, have the balancing things that ground you and help you feel like for a second you can breathe in this crazy world, it helps. Advocate for yourself and please manage your time accordingly doing the best that you can do. I think if you pinpoint for yourself, like when is kind of like your new start, like, yeah, you know, new year, everybody's like new year, new me. And like, everybody's super excited and motivated, but it's hard to get that motivation like back as we've got into the year. So either whether you do Sundays, whether you do Monday, Wednesday, whatever day works for you, the first of the month, the last day of the month, whatever it is that you can like pinpoint of like, this is going to be like a new start. I'm going to get myself together. Um, for me, also with my Instagram stories, if you follow me on Instagram, the adults and queen, I post um, goal trackers. And July, I think is honestly the first month that I actually accomplished all my goals. So shout out to me. Um, but all those other months that I be posting the goals, I think like maybe one or two of them have been accomplished. But for July, All of them have been accomplished because of the things that I shared with you. I set my priorities. I kept revisiting my goals and like remembering what it was that I wanted to do. And I made smaller plans of how to do those things. So you all can do it. I have faith in you. You got this. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Sippin' Sunday. I appreciate you tuning in so much. It's kept me going week after week. 
Share the podcast with a friend that needs some motivation navigating adulting. Every and anyone can get something from this podcast and the adults and queen overall because we are all adults. Whether we would like to be or not, we're here. We're in it. We're, we're going, okay? For more content and to become an AQ fan, head to my Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the adults and queen. You'll be supporting the podcast, events, content creation adventures, and just standing in solidarity that adulting is ghetto. A big shout out to my current AQ fans, Sixto, Sean, Tamara, Julia, and Lauren. Again, if you want to become an AQ fan and support all things adults and queen, and get some exclusive stuff, head to the Patreon. You can find me on social media at The Adults and Queen on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. My website is www.theadultsandqueen.com. I will be going back. I don't remember if I mentioned this um, last episode or before and fixing the links in the show notes of past episodes because I realized they weren't all working. So go back check those out, especially for the guests and follow them on their Instagram. Some of them offered some resources. So I will update those links and then please go back and check them out, especially for the Adulting While Black businesses so that you can shop them, get the discounts, all those things. So that will be updated. My apologies on that. If you want to do something for me for my birthday, because that is coming up, good old A-Day. We love it. 822, a national holiday. You can share the Adults and Queens social media with someone, become a fan um, on my Patreon, as I mentioned, or purchase some merchandise. We have merchandise, journals, t-shirts, tote bags, stickers, keychains, mugs, lots of things to, again, stand in solidarity that this adulting thing, crazy, but we're going to make it because we have the Adults and Queens. And lastly, uh, before we close out with our song, just don't forget we only have two more episodes for the season. We are doing 20 episodes for the first season of Sippin' Sunday. So two more to go because I get to see Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter this week. Our song for today's episode is Break My Soul. I'm looking for motivation. I'm looking for a new foundation and I'm on that new new vibration. I'm building my own foundation. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Sip and Sunday. If you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. Tag the Adult and Queen on all social media platforms with the hashtag AQSipAndSunday.